0: Hey guys, welcome to Cheesecake and Conversation, where we hope to brighten your day and fill you with hope by sharing biblical truths and real-life experience. So grab your slice of cheesecake and let's get started. Enjoy the show. Jenny, Um, and today is going to be part two of our stewardship series. And I was just getting ready to take a drink of my drink here, and I got distracted. Give me one second. Mm. I'm drinking this hydration drink because, to be honest with you, I live in Texas, and it is hot. (laughs) It is so hot. If you are watching on the live stream over here, let me know where you are from and. Is it a major heat wave where you are? Because it's been crazy here. I know a lot of people are dealing with this like um poor air quality and from the fires and stuff up north. So if that's affected you, I'm so sorry. Um stay safe and just praying all of this kind of gets back to some kind of normalcy here soon. So we are going into our second lesson today. I am Thrilled to be here, talking about stewardship. So the first episode, or not episode, the first um, the first part of this series, we did stewardship on time, talking about how we steward our time. And the entire, um, you know, the entire reason we're doing this series is because typically as humans, we all want. And God wants us to have more of everything in our lives. But in order to get more of anything in our lives, we have to learn to be really great stewards of what we already have. So today, we are going to talk about stewardship of your body. Oh, I know it's going to be a really great topic that everyone loves to talk about. Um, But again, God cares about every aspect of our life, guys every aspect that means little things that means big things that means everything in between and he's looking to see how mature are we how far have we come thank goodness we aren't where we used to be but we all know we're not where we need to be how willing are we to change how willing are we to surrender how willing are we to get into his word and learn the things we need to learn to become better stewards of all the things. So um, as we talk about stewardship of our bodies, you know, well, I've actually been a wellness coach for over two decades. So this topic is very near and dear to my heart. Um, I was a wellness coach long before I ever was in ministry. um, And it was really good to me. And I feel like that was, you know, uh, a way I was able to use some of the gifts that God gave me, you know, and and still do. I'm still a wellness coach. But talking about stewardship of the body, so we're getting way past just talking about, you know, do we eat healthy? Do we exercise? Um, Society's done a really great way of making it all about vanity, right? And so we've got to go way beyond that. This isn't about Vanity. This is about, we have a body that God gave us, (laughs) that he created, that he knitted in our mother's womb, um, that he made on purpose and for a purpose and with a purpose, um, and he made you just the way that you are for a very special and specific reason. Um, And you know, sometimes like logically wrapping your mind around that, it just seems very... I don't Just almost unrealistic, doesn't it? And this is where your faith comes in. But just to sit with the thought of like, okay, he literally like designed me <laughs> right the way that I am. And he gave me this body. And how am I stewarding my body? So past the vanity, past, um, you know, what society has made it to look like, like, do you take care of the body he gave you? And that comes in different, um, there's just different facets to that. So yes, there's, you know, the physical aspect and yes, there's a, there's a spiritual aspect and yes, there's, um, you know, mental aspect because our bodies are just amazing, amazing um, creations. So if we want all the things that Jesus died for us to have, and I'm going to, always say that and i'm always just going to keep pressing that and pressing that and getting those words out (laughs) over and over and over again that jesus did not only die for our eternal salvation that was part of it and so thankful that he did right but he also died so we could have all of the promises of God, which by the way, I've got to correct something um, in in the podcast stewardship part one. I said something about there being 600 and something promises from God in the Bible, and that's not correct. There was like 600 and some uh, mentions of stewardship when I was studying stewardship in the Bible. So I do need to correct that. There's actually over 3,000, I think it was 3,300 or 3,500 promises in the Bible from God to his people. And if you know Jesus and you are part of the church, right, part of the church, that doesn't mean, um, I mean, the church, we have physical buildings that are churches, guys, but as the church, that means all of Christ's disciples, Christ's Followers, people that have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We are the body of Christ. Okay. We are the church. So, um, those promises are for us. There's over 3,000. Okay. So, I do need to correct that. So, He wants us to have all the promises. God never changes. He's not the problem. We're the problem. We're the ones that stand in the way. We're the ones that, right, like prohibit all the promises from coming to fruition into our lives. It is us. It is either through our choices, through our behaviors, through our actions, through our inactions, or perhaps we have consequences from somebody else's actions or decisions that impacted us, right? So God is never the problem, ever, ever, ever. And he's got all the promises there for us, and he wants us to have all the promises. So we just have to navigate, and we have to figure out with him, Okay so here's all the promises and what do I need to do better and I really feel like it comes back to how are you doing with what you already have. So we talked about time last time today we're talking about our body and the reason I'm kind of breaking everything down is because there's a lot to unpack. We have so many things in our lives that we steward every single day and I truly like Believe he looks at that whole picture, right? And yeah, thank goodness for his grace because I will fail miserably in multiple areas every single day. But guys, when we have a level of awareness and willingness, that's really all he wants. Like for us to go to him in prayer and say, Okay, God, I am aware, I need to take better care of my body. I'm aware. And I'm willing to do that. So can you please show me the things you would have me to do? So this is the thing. We don't need to go running to Google. We don't need to go running to people. And such a touchy subject because I'm not saying that you can't go have conversations with people or ask people for advice. You might have seen somebody else who had great success with something. I mean, I'm a wellness coach. I want everybody to come to me for their wellness, okay? I get it. But at the end of the day, it is our personal responsibility to build our own personal relationship with the Lord. And part of building a relationship is conversation, seeking, knocking, receiving, believing, Um trusting and following you know in the book i've been reading mark and you know when jesus went and started picking his disciples he if you read it in the amplified he asked them to do three things he asked them to believe and he asked them to trust and he asked them to follow his lead okay so while I I do think and I had mentioned in the other podcast in um, in the first in the first one that I did on stewardship um I did mention about like having mentors and then I have like random thoughts so I got distracted so let me finish that thought having mentors is great and yes success leaves clues and yes sometimes if you follow suit and do, What others have done, you can get similar results. So I get that. And I get that that's how our culture is. And there's a coach for everything. And I'm not saying that you should stay away from any of that. But what I am saying is that God should be your first go-to. And he should be the one that tells you and guides your steps. And then you have to be willing to follow what he asks you to do. That might be having a mentor. That might be talking to your pastor or your best friend. Or it might be getting a health coach. It might be um, taking some vitamins. It might be hiring a nutritionist. You know, I don't know what that's going to be. Only you know what that's going to be. So storting Your body, the first piece of advice I have for you is just to be willing to take it to God and say, I acknowledge and I know I need to do this better. And I am willing to do that, Lord. And I really think just having the level of awareness in all the areas of our life that we need to do better. He knows we are going to fail, guys. Like, hello, that's why Jesus came. Like, he knows we're going to fall short. But all he wants is us to be aware and be willing And have the conversation and listen and follow what he asks us to do. And guess what? If you follow what he tells you to do, guarantee success in what you're going to do, right? If you follow what, where he guides you and the way that he tells you to steward your body and the things that he puts on your heart to do and the things that he tells you to get out of your life and get away from, like, you know, number one, He's never going to ask us to do something that we can't do. So he's not going to ask you, I want you to go run 10 miles today when you haven't even walked up a flight of stairs in six months, okay? So, like, if you feel like you hear from God and he's like, Telling you to go run 10 miles, I don't think that, that it was probably him, right? Maybe working up to that over time. But you get what I'm saying. Like he's going to take you through steps and he's going to maybe put people in front of you or, um, you know, just, just stay in prayer. Only you will know exactly what he wants you to do. But you've got to have the willingness and you have to be willing, you know, you've got to have the willingness and you've got to have the ability to have awareness. Um, self awareness is such an important important part of better stewardship, because if we're not aware, because we're just walking around in oblivion thinking that we do everything perfectly all the time, or maybe not perfectly, but you know, we if we can't be aware enough, self aware enough to see the problems, and we can't take them to God and be willing to change them. Then, you know, guys, I mean, we we block what He has for us because. He needs us to mature enough to have the self-awareness. He needs us to mature enough to have the willingness. And that brings me to the next point, you know, well, why? (laughs) Why do we need to be mature? Why do we have to do it that way? Or why can't, you know, he just wave his magic wand? Well, because, guys, we have to have the maturity level because if, trust me, I know this from personal experience, okay? Um... Not too long ago, less than a decade, I was a homeless single mom. And we now live in a multimillion-dollar home and have a life that I really never could have even, like, dreamed up on my own. Because I know I'm now within God's plan for my life, you know, because I made those hard decisions almost a decade ago. Because in 2014, I did surrender my life. In 2014, I said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, God. You know, I knew about Jesus when I was six years old, but I did not know him until 2014. Do you all know the difference? Because there's a big difference there. You can know about him. You can even be saved. That does not mean you know him, and it does not mean that you've surrendered your life to him those are two very different things and you cannot expect even as a christian who is saved to have all those those promises come to fruition in your life if you're not willing to do the part of, of surrendering your plans and your thoughts and your behaviors and your ideas for his trust me his plans are way better than yours right? They really are. His thoughts are way better than yours. His desires are way better than yours. And the thing is, is we have to have that maturity level because as more and more comes on us from him and in goodness, what else do you think comes on us? More and more from the enemy who's trying to get in the way and stop it, right? who knows that we've made those decisions and who knows that we're standing strong. And if you don't have that maturity level, you know, if you don't have that maturity and that personal experience with God, you know, it's not, it's going to not last. You know, you, you have to have the experience and the maturity to be able to stand strong and say, nope, this is where I am. does it matter what's coming because I've seen what this, you know, this has come into my life. This goodness and all these promises and I've, I've seen it. You know, but guys, being a real deal Christian, <laughs> a real deal Christian walking the walk and doing the things. And especially these days because we can all look around and see what a mess. What a mess the world is in, just at levels that we have never seen. And the world has always been a mess. I can sit here and read all the stories in the Bible. It has always been a mess. But the messes that are going on now are messes at levels that none of us have ever seen. And so, you know, you could say, um, yo, he does. He'll put a little on you, he'll ask you to do things, he'll, um, you know, he'll give you some guidance in the areas where you're asking him for once you've acknowledged them and said you're willing, all the things, right? And then he's going to see, guys, like, you know, is she really going to do it? Is she really going to be obedient here? Is she really going to do what I'm asking? Because he wants that next level of blessing to come, but he needs to know you're mature enough to handle it. And he needs to know that your intentions are going to stay with him. Like, your intentions are going to stay. In the book, your intentions are going to stay to glorify God and to expand the kingdom, to help people. That needs to be your intent. And if you can see that is where that is, that is where you are and that you are locked in there and that you are staying there. Um, Humility, (laughs) right? I mean, how many of you, I know I've seen so many people over the years, once Once those, you know, blessings, those floodgates open and um, betterment comes into their life, all of a sudden they change. All of a sudden they forget where they came from. All of a sudden they start treating people poorly, you know, all these things. Um, And that just means they're not being good stewards of what they were given. And most of the time you see destruction come into that one way or the other. So that's the other reason where I was talking about why do we need the maturity? Because, guys, he only wants what is good for us. He doesn't want destruction to come on us, you know. He doesn't want us to get all the things and then lose it because we weren't mature enough, you know, to handle it. Um, And so, you know, the the idea and the concept and the subject of stewardship (laughs) – Being a good steward means that you have gotten to a place in whatever area where you have reached a level of maturity, you are stewarding things very well. So when he looks at the whole picture, and again, none of us are going to be perfect, but I want to encourage you to just sit down and look at the areas. You know, I went over this last time, but I'll give you some like ideas here. Um, It could be, you know, stewardship of your intentions, stewardship of your body. We're talking about that today. How do you take care of it? There's a million things you can go out there and start doing, but how about you go ask him first what he would have you to do? He might tell you just start going for work. I don't know what he's going to tell you. He might tell you, you know, I don't know. That's going to be between you and him. Uh, Stewardship of your time. We talked about that last time. Is he first place? You know, and these are like the hard truth. um, Take a little self-inventory. How much do I watch TV? How much am I scrolling social media? (laughs) You know, how much time am I wasting? I mean, guys, when you get to the end of your life, because you will, because we all do. I don't think you would ever regret not finishing a Netflix series. But you might regret not knowing your Bible. Just going to leave that there. Stewardship of your behaviors. Stewardship of your attitude. Stewardship of your relationships, your marriage. Stewardship of your children. I mean, how do you steward them? Because they don't belong to you. God gave them to you. Temporarily. (laughs) Right? It's our job to steward those kids well to invest in them well, to raise them up well, so then they can go out and do what he designed them to do. Um, Stewardship of your money. So that's just a, a short list, but I encourage you to sit and write some of these things down and take an honest inventory of how do I steward that? And then just get in prayer, guys. Just get in prayer. Like These are the next steps, and it's so simple. And you just go to them and you just say what I, you know, what I suggested. You just say, Lord, I realize I, uh, you know, I need to change this and I'm willing to change it. But I do need your help and I won't do it perfectly, but I am willing. Please show me what you would have me to do. And see, the thing is, is as we get more mature in each area and we learn how to steward each area, you're going to see next level of blessing next level of a blessing next level but because he sees your stewardship improving and your maturity improving it's not because of works okay our works don't get us jack diddly squat <laughs> jesus took care of that at the cross this isn't about works this is a heart issue this is an intention issue this is a Do I love God enough to take really good care of everything He has given me, He has gifted me, you know, whatever it looks like? Do I love Him enough? Two commandments love Him first, love others. Two commandments He asks us to do. So, do you, you know, do we do that? Do you do that? (laughs) Do I love Him enough to take a hard look at all of this? And then, guys, Again, check the intent. I have to go to God oftentimes and I say, you know what, God? Yeah, I want to unlock that next level of blessing because I want it, <laughs> right? Because there is a natural selfish, um, you know, just desire within me. Like, I want that for me. I want that for my family. And so what he's been teaching me is, Jenny, it's okay to want those things as long as you use them to lead people back to me. I hope that that makes sense. So, guys, I went over on this. I uh, usually cut these at 20 minutes. We're at 24. Please take good care of your body. God gave it to you. If you have questions, I'm a help coach. Look, I'm I'm here. Please go to him first. Um, but if I can help in any way, come find me over Jenny B Wellness. On all social platforms, I would be happy to help. So you guys have a great rest of your day. I'll see you next time. Bye guys. If you want to hear all the other podcasts, just go to the link bio, click on the little Cheesecake and Conversation podcast. But thanks, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna stay on here the whole time, but people were hopping on. So hey Patty, I hope you're doing well, sweetheart. Um